right, y'all. Hey, what's going on out there? How y'all doing today? Welcome to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. And you know what? It's Monday. That's right. It's Monday, y'all. And we got another outstanding show for you. So I want you to sit back, relax, get your pencil of paper out, uh, take notes. So in case you have any questions, you know, you can put it in the chat room or you can send me an email or you can call in and let us know um, what you got going on. You know what I mean? So with that being said, uh, <laughs> let's get on with some of the particulars here, the early show part. Um, let's see. Uh, first, I want to say welcome everybody to the show. In my chat room, I got DB1, I got guest 1009-1018, and Suzette D in the house. Hey, y'all let me know how the sound is, okay? I'm trying to uh, work some things out here, all right? So anyway... Welcome to the show. Now, for everybody else out there just listening, I'm going to tell you some some ways you can participate on the show, okay? And I look forward to hearing from each and every one of you. All right, the first thing is I want you to send me an email. Simple. Send me an email at ericlesstalk at gmail.com. That's, that's one of the easiest ways. That, But the easiest way? It's call me, y'all. All you got to do is call me, 347-838-8622, and uh, we can make some things happen that way as well, because I do look forward to hearing from each and every one of you, all right? So those are all the ways you can participate on the show, and uh, I look forward to hearing from you. All right, for everybody else that will be listening later during the archives, once again, I want to say thank you for listening, and um, I hope you enjoy the show as well. Okay. Now, <laughs> oh, man, do we have a show for you today? Hey, I, I'm telling you, man, I spent all weekend researching and looking and hunting. And so because I, I want to make sure we get this just right today, you know, because the last couple of days um, shows we've been dealing with this um, bathroom issue down in North Carolina and uh, some of the things that's been going on with that. But as I sat and listened to some of the old shows, I got to thinking, a lot of people, a lot of people think uh, this issue just started. You know what I mean? It, it just happened. And that is not the truth. It's been going on for a while. I mean, a long time. So today I decided what we're going to do is go back, you know, get a little, get a little information out there so everybody is aware of how we got to where we are now dealing with this bathroom issue. Um, also, if you have something to add, I, I love it. But let me let me uh, make something real clear here today. If you do call in, we will not be arguing, yelling, screaming, shouting, all that good stuff. We're not doing that, okay? We're going to have a dialogue, a conversation, debate, however you want to put it. But we will do it as adults, not as kids. You know, they got mad because somebody said something that made us mad, upset us. Okay, so we're not doing that today. <laughs> all right. I just thought I just going to throw that out there real fast. All right. So that's what we're doing. All right. We also have a um, song of the day for you. And, you know, I thought about that also. You know, I'm using when I play a song of the day, it's usually male. You know what I mean? I very rarely play females. So what I did today, went back and looked up some songs and thought about some things. And I came up with a couple of doozies. 
you know, this young lady here, she was um she was the queen. Well, she was I don't know you say the queen or, or, or the princess or however you want to say it, but she was very, very um talented at the time. Um too bad her life ended the way it did. <laughs> you know, and to top it off, her um daughter ended up dying basically the same in the same form. So that was really interesting. But anyway, get a little uh, um gonna make it a little bit better. Um we got a little Whitney Houston here for you. We got a little old, and then we got some from one of her movies, um, The Bodyguard. You know, so we got that for your double shot today. And being that it's Monday, you know, some of y'all got the Monday blues going on. Y'all don't want to be at work, but you got to be there. You have to be there. I understand. I understand. That's how I feel about coming here. I have to be here. Not saying that I don't want to be here, because if I didn't, I didn't have to be. <laughs> Let me go to clarify that real fast, okay? But anyway, anyway, um, let's let's go on and um, knock out the song of the day, and we come back. Going to get started with the show, all right? So, without further ado, man, here's your double shot of Whitney Houston. I hope y'all enjoy. Bye. 
Okay. I guess it would help if I go ahead and unmute myself, huh? <laughs> All right, y'all. That was my fault. I'm not used to being on mute, okay? <laughs> Told you I had to reset my, my, my equipment here. So I'm not used to muting myself, but that's what happened. So you should be hearing me fine now, okay? I muted myself, and I forgot to unmute me. So anyway, <laughs> man, I tell you, Joe Neckbone is in the house. Ah, okay. <laughs> I know, Suzette. That is hilarious, isn't it? I'm I'm not used to mute myself, so I forgot to unmute. All right. Anyway, once again, um, as I was saying to myself, apparently, um, check this out. Go to the website, show's website, ericletstalk.com, and um, there's some videos I have on there, and um, uh. Everything is cool, all right? Everything is cool. I got some video on there. You can check out. Very informative, and we have some fun. All right. Once again, this is Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. For those that don't know me, hey, but I know some of you. I've seen you around. All right? So, anyway, if you want to comment on something, 347-838-8622, you can email me, ericletstalk, L-E-T-S, at gmail.com, and the chat room is open as well. Okay, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. All right, so as I was saying, when we left off Friday, we were um, we mentioned that uh, uh, the president had um, uh, his administration had put out a uh, directive, okay, um, to public schools to allow transgender access to restrooms. Now, see, and there was some. Um, I guess some unclarity about exactly what was the directive. Well, here it is. Um, the declaration signed by the Justice and Education Department officials will, will describe what schools should do to ensure that none of their students are discriminated against. All right. It goes on to say that it um, it does not have the force of law, but it contains an implement implicit threat schools that do not abide by the obama administration's interpretation of the law could face lawsuits or a loss of federal aid um yeah (laughs) and it went on to say no student should ever have to go through the experience of feeling unwelcome at school or on a college campus and this was by john b king jr the secretary of the department of education we must ensure that your our young people know that whoever they are or wherever they come from, they have the opportunity to get a great education in an environment free from discrimination, harassment, and violence. All right? <laughs> anyway, Texas say they're not doing it. We're not, we're not going to yield at all. We're not doing this, okay? Forget that. <sighs> And the meat of this whole thing is a school may not require transgender students to use facilities inconsistent with their gender identity or to use an, an individual user facilities when other students are not required to do so. Okay. <laughs> Basically, that's the meat of it. Um, a school's obligation under the federal law to ensure non-discrimination on the basis of sex requires schools to provide transgender students equal access to educational programs and activities, circumstances in which other students, parents, or community members raise objections or concerns to the later states. 
Um, also, there was attachment to the letter that said the Obama, the Obama administration would include a 25-page document describing emerging practices that are in place in many schools around the country that include installing privacy curtains or allowing students to change in bathroom stalls. Now, you know, that's common sense, right? Isn't that common sense? But yet you want to um, go ahead and um, threaten the schools by taking money. See, I told y'all, man, it's it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard you talk, Joe Nick Bone. Yeah, anyway. So, but before we go get deeper into this, now, there have been instances where we, we talked them like, well, what if, what if this happens and what if that happens? You know, because it, it's we're talking about schools, but what about public facilities? Well, I have um, some instances here where it has already happened. It has already happened. In Pennsylvania, Quarryville, Pennsylvania, James Thomas Shoemaker, 19, was arrested for taking photos of a 10-year-old girl in a public restroom and charged with child porn. Um, The incident took place as Shoemaker hid in a stall of the woman's bathroom. And this was in the store. Now, see, that's one example, right? Okay. That's one. Um, Here's another one that's really scary. Man chokes eight-year-old girl in South Loop bathroom, police say. A man is accused of choking an eight-year-old girl until she passed out in the bathroom of a restaurant in Chicago. The girl was with her mother. The girl and her mother were inside the restroom, separated by stalls. This was 1.15 in the afternoon, people, so this wasn't in the middle of the night. This wasn't late at night, okay? 1.15 p.m. The guy was 33 years old. Um, He walked in, targeted the girl, choking her and trying to lock her in a stall. The mother heard her daughter scream and grabbed her. Um, the guy was charged with aggravated kidnapping of a child, aggravated battery of a child, and battery causing bodily harm. Okay. Um, see, this is just two examples. You know what I mean? This is is, is just crazy. You know, and that's just two examples of things that that has happened. They're not going to happen, may happen. It has happened. So this is why this this we, we really do need to talk about this 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 stuff. But as I mentioned before, we've been kind of dibbing and dabbing in this this little portion of it. But we need to go back and and, and go back a little bit and see how, how did we get to this point. Um, here's another instance um, about a pastor, a gay pastor now. In Austin, Texas. <laughs> now, this pastor bought a, a cake from Whole Foods. Whole Foods, okay? The, the food chain, grocery chain. Um, and he accused them of putting a gay slur on a cake. And it was this big to-do. And basically, he said he was suing. He was going to sue the, the um, Whole Foods. Well, Whole Foods said, wait a minute. Wait a minute, bud. We, we didn't do this. You know, we didn't do that. So after some back and forth, comes to find out that um, it was a hoax. The, the preacher himself went in and put these the, the word F-A-G on there. And, um, 
you know, after his bluff being called, he finally backed out um, and and and, um, and has apologized now. Um, you know, it, it was just crazy. It, and, you know, and this is just the type of things that's going on right now. You know what I mean? This is the type of thing that's going on, and this is what why we need to um, talk about it, raise up about it, and say, heck no, no more of this. This is enough, enough of this, okay? With that being said, let's get on with, the, with, with some other things we have going on, too. Stanley, I see you, man. Welcome to the show. All right, so here's some questions. I, you know, after doing a little research and reading and and looking over the weekend, you know, I, I, there's some questions that came up that were really interesting to me, um, especially when you, you look at this whole thing called Black Lives Matter. Y- y'all remember that, right? Black Lives Matter? Yeah. <laughs> so. Here's a question. Does black homosexual lives matter as much as, you know, the Trayvon Martins, the Mike and Browns, Eric Garners, or any of the black young men and women that, you know, lost their life to uncalled violence? Does, I mean, do they, are they included in all this, this right here? Um, are people who are considered homophobes, y'all know who, you know, anytime you speak up against anything like this, you, you, you've given a name. Most of us are called homophobes or what have you. So are we ignorant? Huh? Are we delusional? You know, are we against change? <laughs> you know, that's just some of the things that um we are um, dealing with here. And um, I want to talk about that here in a little bit. You know, and, and it's also to a point where we have individuals such as um, – Al Sharpton, uh, Farrakhan. Oh, I know I made some people mad when I said their name right there. Um, you know, they have actually, at one point, they were out against, you know, this this LGBTQ stuff going on right there. And um, it's interesting because after all that, now you go back and, and you look at, you look at, um, them giving speeches, and all of a sudden they're accepting of of what's going on. Yes, they are. Um, And Al Sharpton has gone so far as to even kind of insinuate insinuate that Malcolm X may have been gay. Now, you know, that is just (laughs) in some people's words, that's blasphemy. (laughs) That really is. Um, yeah, I said now it's Farrakhan. Farrakhan has said it. Um, also, let's see. What else we got here? And, and, and if you go back and you think about some of the movies. Oh, oh hold on, hold on. I, I, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. That's something I wanted to clear up to. You know, when they first started out, it was the LGBT. No, it was the LGB. Then they added the T. Now there's a Q on it. Okay, so it's the LGBTQ, and the Q stands for cure, queer, I'm sorry, queer, or questioning, okay? And that that's what it is. And I, I found it interesting to say questioning, 
And their definition is an individual who is unsure about his or her sexual orientation and or gender identity and prefers to identify as gendernine rather than adhering to a label that does not designate how he or she feels. Now, to me, personally, that sounds like they are what? Confused. Okay? <laughs> confused. Uh, I'm questioning. They are confused. But, of course, when, you, when you're in a movement and you're pushing hard to, to, to get your place in so-called society, you are willing to accept and add anybody on that's willing to join your forces. And this is where we are now. Of course, you know, you got the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer. And now, now, <laughs> now you got uh, 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 queer in there as well. So the Q stands for two different things. I told you about questioning queer, an individual who does not identify as lesbian, gay, bisexual, or transgender, but feels more comfortable identifying as queer, which is commonly thought of as a term that is fluid and inclusive of diverse sexual orientations and or gender identities. Once again, I'm going back to confused. All right. So, in other words, instead of having a Q, that it should be a C for confused. Or, as we say, bagging or bandwagon jumpers. You know, they, they wants to get on there. They wants to get on there. <laughs> they jumping on the wagon. Wagon jumpers. That's what they are. Um, let's see what we got in the chat room. What surprised me is that people obviously didn't see this coming. The alternative lifestyle community has a widening political power since the 70s. And you are absolutely right, my man, um, 1441. You are absolutely correct. Um, I, I couldn't have said that any better, but I'm going to try. <laughs> uh, swingers <laughs> Boy y'all going deep today Y'all got swingers in there See don't give them any more room Don't don't give them any more room to add any more stuff in there You know Don't 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 do that That uh, you know don't don't do that Don't give them any more room Alright Um You know it, it was uh, as I said I was doing a lot of reading and researching And I found an article Um that was very interesting. It's called The Overhauling of Straight America by Marshall Kirk and Arrestes Peel. I don't know how many of y'all have heard of that, but um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got it all today. All right. And in this article, it says the first order of business is desensitization. I don't know why I can't say this word today. Desensitization of the American public concerning gays and gay rights. To desensitize the public is to help it view homosexuality with indifference instead of with keen emotion. Now, isn't that what we're seeing now? Isn't that what we're seeing being done? Huh? Um, it goes on to say, any behavior begins to look normal if you are exposed to enough of it at close quarters and among your acquaintances. Now, see, yeah, we we've been getting into this. Now, before we go any further, let's let's think about that right there. You know, being exposed to it over and over and over and over again. Now, as I say, you know, this is not something that just started. This did not just start at all. You know, it's been in in, in movies, 
television shows. You know, it's been all over the place. Y'all don't believe me? Let me give you an example. Um, let's see. What movies can I come up with real fast here? <laughs> Y'all hear my paper, right? Because I got it. Remember the color purple? You know, all the women love the color purple. Oh, the color purple. Now, let's go back to, you know, he he, did, he was doing he was doing Miss Seely wrong. Mr. was doing Miss Seely wrong, right? He was doing her wrong. And then what happened? Shug Avery comes into the scene, and she helps me, Miss Silly, Miss Silly, find her sexuality. Y'all remember that scene? I know y'all do, huh? But you didn't equate all that, did you? Huh? Yeah, Miss Silly and Shug. That's right. Y'all don't remember that scene, but that is what it is. <laughs> okay. Here's one. Y'all remember Holiday Heart? I know y'all remember Holiday Heart. Mr. Van Bing, Ving rings himself, dressed up as a woman, a uh, 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 drag queen throughout the whole thing. Y'all remember that? <laughs> I know y'all do. What about Pulp Fiction? Huh? What about Pulp Fiction? Y'all remember that? Mr. Ving rings once again, bent over a stool, getting it in the rear. Y'all remember that? So, see, it's it's been there. Let's go a little bit further back for those that have been around a little longer. What about Bosom Buddies, Tom Hanks, and, and I forgot the other guy running around in women's clothes? Huh? Y'all remember that? And everybody's favorite, Madea. Madea. Yeah. We good at quote Madea. It's all there right there in front of you. It's right there in front of us. I'm not going to say for you, in front of us. But we get so caught up in what we're watching, we're missing the little messages that are being put out there. So now everybody looks forward to another Medea movie. Don't. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Brokeback Mountain. Let's not break nothing. Let's not forget Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> huh? But see that that see Brokeback Mountain kind of uh, um how can I say? Brokeback Mountain scared some people, though. It really did. <laughs> because, see, Brokeback Mountain went on the other side of the tracks. See, as long as everything is on, on, on the dark side of the tracks, everything is fine. You know, we can slide that by. But once it goes to the, um, the lighter side of the tracks, yeah, that's an issue, really an issue going on now. So I'm just saying, you see, uh, thank you, um, guest fourteen forty one. You see the conditioning. You see the 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 gradual, gradual. <laughs> oh my goodness, desensitization that's going on. And like I say, it's just it, this just didn't start. It's been happening. We we have been asleep. We've been asleep on this thing. You know. Um, the visual, media, film, and television, and plainly the most powerful image makers in the Western civilization. Yeah, the television. The television. Yeah. Now, so how does that? <laughs> oh, Joe Netbert asked me, if I'm not attracted to it, what's the real problem, Mr. Talk? Don't worry, i cover that. Just hang in there, Joe. I got that covered. I got that covered. Um you know, you know, uh, 
we have a whole <laughs> man. <laughs> um, and the purpose of all this, the purpose of all this being shown to us, um, constantly in our eyes, uh, doing what we want to do, uh, is that straight people will eventually be able to identify with gays as victims. Okay? They're no longer the enemy. They're viewed as the victims. Yeah, the victims. I see you, 818. I get it to you in a little bit, okay? But I see you. Um, um, in other words, the more we look at it, the less we're going to say they are not like us. That's just, just the bottom line. That's what they're going to say. They are not like us. And eventually we're going to keep watching and say, oh, they're just people. They're just people. Now, let me let me clarify something here since Joe Netbone did ask that. In, in, um, I'm not here to try and change your mind. Okay? I'm not. What you think is what you think. What you feel is what you feel. However, what I am trying to do is to give you a little more information than some of you may have. Now, I'm not saying all of you are not aware of what's been going on. Okay, I'm not saying that. Because consciousness is really up and rising in today's world. But what I am what I am saying is, if you don't know all the information, maybe a little bit more will help you make whatever decision you make. That's what I'm saying. All right? How I feel about it really is, is irrelevant to you. <laughs> Let's be honest. You could care less how I feel one way or another. Understand? Understand, 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 understand. East Coast, what's up? First, know thyself. I see you in there. In, uh, welcome to the show. 1095, I see you also. Okay? So, with that being said, with that being said, let's move on. You know, and, and then once you, once the straight, the so-called straight individuals start recognizing um, or, uh, how can I say, um, realize start thinking that well they just like us there's no problem we begin to accept them they're no longer victims they are peers now they are uh, our best friends our kids best friends you know that's what they are uh, a, 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 a well thought of plan a well thought of thought of thing going on here and we've just been asleep a long time. Yeah, I, I'm going to say we because I was right there with you. I was right there sleeping right along with you. You know, I, I heard a pastor actually say, a minister actually say that if, <laughs> and I had to laugh at this because it was, it, was, it was funny, but it was so true. If all the gay homosexual individuals left the black church, there would be no church. And I had to sit back and really think about that thought process right there. That is so true. So it's not like they have been hiding among us. <laughs> you know, they haven't. Yeah, I mean, in black churches, let's be honest. You know, you can see the, 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 the okay, this stereotypical. I'm going to say this stereotypical, but in most cases, it's true. You have the choir director, the, the organist. You know, and now, um, 
a couple of years ago, I know there was a, a church in Atlanta that actually had a, a a gay pastor and the first gentleman. That's what they called him. <laughs> That's what they called him. So, now, you take that image right there. You take that image right there. Okay. And as you, you begin to see it more often, more often, more often, it's there. So they're they're beginning to look like just us, right? But then here comes here comes the the, the 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 genius of this this plan here. Then they put put them up against groups such as the KKK, you know, skinheads, the Nazis. So once again, the image is being changed from deplorable. This is horrible to. Well, compared to this, they're not that bad. They're not that bad. <laughs> Y'all see how this is working? It's it's genius. It really is. It's genius, but you know, that's the way it is. That's the way it's going. You know, um, an intention to make the anti-gays look so nasty that average Americans will want to disassociate themselves from such types. That's right. Not just the the hate groups, but the regular joke that that is against it. <laughs> oh man, 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 man. <sighs> it, it, I mean. Sh- it's on. It's that's what we're looking at today, y'all. That's that's where we're dealing at. You know, I heard a lot of people. Um, there was a columnist, um, L.J. What's his name? Granderson. I think that's his name. Let me go back and make sure I get his name correctly here. L.J. Granderson. Okay. Now, he has done a video, and it's on the show's webpage, and. And what it is, um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, what what he's done is made a video, and basically it, it shows he gives this great monologue. He gives this monologue about the so-called gay agenda. You know how it's supposed to. Sh- you know what is it? Is it really true? Then he gives a, a video presentation of him drinking coffee. You know him going to work. He mentions he has a 14-year-old son that's very athletic, has broken records, uh, you know, in his high school and everything like that. And then he goes and says, what gay agenda? This is the gay agenda. Huh? (laughs) That's it. Once again, let's normalize this thing. Let, Let everybody say, okay. They're just normal people. They're just normal people. You know, um, in the chat room, Suzette says, Mr. Talk acceptance doesn't mean you have to be up in my face about gender or preference. I agree. I agree. I agree. For sure I do. You know, um, well, I'll say that for my last words. <laughs> I get off track if I go ahead and, and uh, start talking about that. Now, let, let's go back to something else, too. Um, 
These individuals, the gay and lesbian, whatever community, make up what? One to three percent of the population. One to three percent of the population. And the question is, why are we so worried about this? And I think Suzanne just hit it on the head. Because it's being pushed on us. It's being forced on us. It is. You know? Let's be honest. I gave you examples in movies. Uh, Little Richard. That's Little Richard. Liberace. You know, about as flamboyant as you can get. Who really care? They everybody like their music, right? Right. And there's other individuals out there. You you know who they are. But you don't see it being forced, do you? Now, see, then you have to go to those that um the so called constitutionalist. Now that these cats here, you know, they're into, they they'll jump on that constitution, except for right now. Because the LBGTQ says the 14th Amendment guarantees them, guarantees them equality. So what is the issue? That is what they're asking. Why is there such a problem? Even LZ Granderson says that. That's right. Hmm. You know, as I said, he also went on to say that the gay agenda is totally absurd. Totally. Totally. (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm just putting it out there, y'all. I'm just putting it out there. You know, I'm just putting it out there. You know, and then we have this, and, and, and they call in, and they wants to put it on the 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 Supreme Court. Well, the Supreme Court. Well, you know, there's a member on the Supreme Court that's been working toward this kind of stuff for a long time. She's the oldest one on there now, Justice Ginsburg. Yeah, y'all remember her? Yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm, I'm glad Joe Netbone put that in there. The '60s and the '70s. Y'all remember? Well, I don't know how many y'all remember. It was used to. It used to be a show come on called um, Bewitched. Y'all remember Bewitched? Y'all remember Uncle Arthur? Pauline? <laughs> he sure wasn't hiding anything, was he? Like I said, it's been there. It's been there. Blah. Fifty-one. Thank you for joining us, Ed. I see. Thank you also. Um. So as I was saying, this has been there. This has been there. It's nothing new. Nothing new. And, and it has become so um, regular now that even in 2005, 2005, the nation of Islam began endorsing it. Now, when you think of the nation of Islam, you're like, really? But yes, yes, the nation of Islam. Farrakhan has even said it in his own video. Go to the show's website. You'll see it. We love you. We don't care about your sexuality. We are not your judges. We want to work with you to free our people completely. That's what he said. Ministers who have written books and pastors are now saying homosexuals and lesbians are accepted in heaven just as they are. And I told you the thing about the black churches. 
you know, homosexuality in black church ain't going nowhere. And I said, ain't. Yes, I did. I said, ain't. Ain't going nowhere. And if they all left, there would be no church. <laughs> but anyway, back to Justice Ginsburg. Did y'all know before? Now, like I say, she's been on the um, she's been on the Supreme Court for a while since Clinton been in office, right? Uh, oh, I'm not against taking calls. I'm gonna take some calls. Just let me finish what I have to say first, okay? Because, see, I'm the type of host, I need to get mine out first because once you get to talking and the dialogue is to going, i let you continue. Let me go on and put that platform out there, okay? So don't think I'm ignoring your call. I will take your call if you call in because that's what this show is about, okay? So long as you know, okay? All right, thank you. All right, so anyway, back to as I was saying. You go to Justice Ginsburg, you know, Little, as people know, she is a self-admitted feminist. Yes, she is. Um, And another interesting thing, in 1977, she wrote Sex Bias in the U.S. Code, okay, for the U.S. Commission on Civil Rights, where she advocated lowering the age of consent from 16 to 12 years old. 16 to 12 now. Now, the age of consent in most states are... Um, 16 to 18 right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she wrote that. She wrote that. And at the time, she was an attorney for the ACLU. Okay? That's before she got appointed to the Supreme Court. You know, she, and, and during the argument, about um, whether sex, I mean, where marriage is between a man and a woman, you know, she gave some very interesting um, comments about that, about the argument. Yes, she did. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, as I said before, let's not get it twisted and think this is something that has just happened to us or has just um, shown up in our society. But it's more um, focused. Can I say it's more focused now? It's more, it's directly um, in our face. Okay? It's being put in our face. Um, Let's see. Here, let's see what she wrote. What did she say about um, marriage between a man and a woman? Um, She said that it would not take a large adjustment for Americans should the justices say that gay marriage is a constitutional right? The change in people's attitudes on the issue has been enormous. In recent years, people have said, this is the way I am. And others looked around, and we discovered it's our next-door neighbor. We're very fond of them. Or it's our child's best friend, or even our child. I think that as more and more people came out, and said that this is who I am, the rest of us recognize that they are one of us. See, once again, the move to desensitize. I finally got that word right, y'all. Okay. So, <laughs> and um, when um, the attorney Paul Clement was arguing in front of the Supreme Court, she interrupted him. And this is what she said when she interrupted him. They, 
The 1,000-plus benefits offered to married couples under federal law touch every aspect of life. Your partner is sick, Social Security. I mean, it's pervasive. It's not as though, well, there's this little federal sphere, sphere, and it's only a tax question. And so he was really diminishing what the state has said is marriage. You're saying no state marriage is the full marriage, then this is sort of skim milk marriage. That's what she said. That's what the lady said now. I'm not I'm not um <laughs> I'm not making this up, man. I'm not making this up. Okay? So as I mentioned before and when we first started the show, you know, just little facts that you may not know. Uh me or not know that you just um you know what? I'm tired of people telling me how to run my show. If you're not patient up to wait, no oh well. Um anyway. <laughs> oh Lord. See, see, man, that's society today. They don't like what you're doing, so they're gonna try and force you to do something else because that's what they like. Well, I'm sorry, I'm not that type of person. Okay? I do what I do because I pay for it. Thank you. All right, so anyway. So you know, as I say, just a little information, a little bit more information that you may not have had, may not have had. You know, the justices they they did they made some very interesting statements um, when when they dissented against the gay marriage. Justice John Roberts said the dictionary defines marriage as okay, it, it's pretentious to believe that we know better than those who oppose gay marriage before us. Samuel. Alito said it will be harder for homophobes to avoid the bigot label now. Justice, the late Justice Anton Scalia said the Supreme Court is not diverse enough to allow gay marriage, and California does not count as the West. <laughs> the Supreme Court is not populist enough to allow gay marriage. The Supreme Court justices who rule to legalize gay marriage are bad writers. Okay, so y'all see why he um, <laughs> accidentally was gone, right? But the most interesting one was Clarence Thomas. And after I read this, we're gonna go and get the phone lines open. So y'all uh oh. So y'all gone and um <laughs> y'all gone and um let me have it or, or we can get in this conversation. Now see, Clarence Thomas, y'all know he doesn't say much um on the Supreme Court. Um Wow. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Something happened to my chat room, but I think I got it back now. Okay. Anyway, so George Clarence Thomas went on to say, the corollary of that principle is that human dignity cannot be taken away by the government. Slaves did not lose their dignity or any more than they lost their humanity because the government allowed them to be enslaved. Those held in internment camps did not lose their dignity because the government confined them. And those denied governmental benefits certainly do not lose their dignity because the government denies them those benefits. The government cannot bestow a dignity and it cannot take it away. All right. And um, just basic focus on what he described as inappropriate comparison between the robbing of dignity from gay people to that of other historically marginalized groups. Now, this was Clarence Thomas. Now, we, you know, we, we got an image of Clarence Thomas as being, you know, he the Uncle Tom on there on the Supreme Court. But that's what he said. Okay? That's what he said. 
<laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. All right. So we halfway through the show by my clock. So it's time to open up the phone lines. I think y'all have heard me go on enough for right now. Notice I said for right now. Um, so what we're going to do, we're going to go ahead and open up some phone lines and hear what you have to say on the subject today. All right. Remember, remember, keep it adult. Keep it adult. You know, we ain't having all that screaming, yelling, cussing, fussing, and all that going on. I'm just putting it out there ahead of time. All right. So we're going to bring the first two callers in. We got um, area code 818 and area code 540. Welcome to the show. Um, how are y'all doing today? What do you have for me? Doing good. How you doing? This is Jabbar, uh, Mr. Talk. What's going on, Jabbar? How are you doing, man? Doing good. Doing good. Good, good, well, good. Well, I guess I'll start it off. Okay. Let's make it happen. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I said in the previous uh, call, when I think you had this topic going on, I am completely straight male. I love women. And... Um, I'm going to say this. I don't have an issue with anyone wanting to be themselves. Um, if I, I'm speaking from my position, if someone wants to be themselves and I can't accept them or it makes me uncomfortable, then that's my issue. Because uh-huh. just like I want to be comfortable, I'm sure other people want to be comfortable in who they are and what they are and what they're doing. So if it, if something makes me uncomfortable, then I'm the one who who has to adjust. I cannot expect um, the world or um, any place that I go to adjust to my feelings. I'm in control of my feelings. I'm in control of my thoughts. So if an individual has an issue with you know the topic at hand, with you know individuals who want to express how they are, then I think they need to examine themselves and be willing to, you know, make some changes about the way that they feel. When you say make some changes about the way they, they feel, um, be a little bit more specific. Specific. What do you mean? I'm, well, I mean, I think they have to change their thinking about about what something's causing them to feel uncomfortable about a particular situation. It could come from the way that they were raised, the things they've seen, the things they've experienced. So all those things play a part in how someone perceives another person or or a situation. So if, if something makes you feel uncomfortable, you need to find out what it is and what's causing that thing to make you feel uncomfortable. I think that's what you need to search for. And once you search for the answer, then deal with, you know, why is it making you feel uncomfortable and adjust to it. Because nothing, I mean, if you're comfortable within yourself and within your person, then from my position, I don't see how, you know, what we're talking about can make someone uncomfortable. Well, I hope I... You know, Jabbar, and I understand what you're saying. I, understand, I mean, that's that's the logical way to feel, right? That's the logical mm-hmm. way they feel. You know, you can look at them and say, well, they're people too. As, as I was mentioning before, you know, that that, that is the, the main idea, to desensitize us um, as to, you know, the, the, the change from them being victims to the normal-day neighbor. 
All right. I understand that. Now, I also understand that um, this this type of lifestyle, it just didn't start this year, last year or the year before that. It's been around forever. Correct? Now, um, let's, let's, let's go back. Um, uh, well, I don't know how you old you are, but I remember in church, I used to see the director to act a little different or what have you. I didn't know any better, but it didn't care. Right? Right. But the issue I think that most people have right now with this whole situation, Jabbar, is not that it's live and let live. It's it's more of look, we're here, we're about to take everything that you you think you have and that's the way it's gonna be. You know, instead of going ahead and, and, and living your life like the bathroom if, um issue. You know, if you're born a boy, go to the boy bathroom. If you feel like you got to sit down and squat, no problem. Go in the stall and do it. Nobody care. You know, Hello? but now we have the issue where you may be born a boy, but yet you feel like you're a girl, so now you wants to go in the girl bathroom. No, 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 no. Hello? Wait, 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 wait. That's not how this works. You understand? Hello? That's not how this works. So, um, you know, it's, it's being forced. Are you there, Jamal? I'm here. Hey, I, I, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. I, I kept hearing somebody saying hello. That's what I was asking. Hey, Mr. But yeah, Mr. Todd. Yes. Who who do I have here? Yes. How you doing? Okay. Sorry, I've been on hold for like okay. 35 minutes here. I want to get in. Okay. Hold on. Just one moment, Ed. Just one moment. Okay. Let me finish with Jabbar first. But Jabbar, right. I think, and as I said before, it, it's being, it's like it's being forced now. You know, it, it's like being force fed or. To use an example of uh, Mr. Smith, it's like waterboarding. You understand? It's just steady being poured down your throat, and you just feel like you're choking on you right there. And I think that's the issue most people have with this, besides some other issues as well. Okay? Well, I'll say this. One one Mm -hmm. thing that I've learned is that anytime I fight against something, Mm -hmm. it's always going to be in front of me because I'm always going to be looking for it. To fight, um, to to stop it. But at the uh-huh. moment I accept it for what it is, and you know, then all that pressure and wanting to fight against it, it's gone because you know I let it be. I don't I don't worry about it. it it's going to be what's going to be. I, I can't spend a lot of time trying to change something that I know by nature is not going to change. Oh, okay. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand what you're saying. But see, here's the thing. That's not nature. That that, that There's nothing natural about it. <laughs> that, that, Mr. That Talk, is, can I, can I, get, can I get in this, Mr. Talk? Come on. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, who's Ed? Is this Ed? No, no. This is Bobby in Los Angeles, Bobby. California. Okay. All right, Bobby. Go ahead, okay. Bobby. I, I, Okay, now listen. I, I, I'm not. I, I know of your program, but I'm not like one of the. I don't put it on all the time, so I just want to make sure I don't make any assumptions. Are you pretty okay. cool, open to debate and disagreement, or is it like it's got to be your way? That's it. Okay, uh, I'm open to the conversation, Bobby. You don't have to agree okay. with uh, me. I'm going to ask for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. okay, I got I got something for you. I hope you give me time on this. I'll, I'll make it a good uh, debate with you then, if you don't mind then. If it's cool with you then. Long is related to what we're talking about right now, Bobby. Yeah, of course. I'm going to guess here, 
please tell me if I'm wrong. I don't want to make any assumptions. I'm going to again, you, you don't think uh, uh, gay marriage, you're not for gay marriage, and you're against the uh, age of consent laws being lowered and under 18, right? Yes, Bobby. Okay. Now, here's where I'm going to tell you a little disagreement, and I'm going to prove it to you if you don't have an open mind. Let me ask you a question. What do you think is more natural? I'm just asking your opinion. What is more natural? Two men having sex together or a man having sex with a woman who's 17? At 17, she's not a woman. But but I'm asking you, what do you think is more natural? (laughs) Okay. All right. Play your game. Having sex with the woman. Okay. Now, now, now I know. Now, if you say you're against uh, two, you know, gay marriage because it's not natural, I don't say you're right or wrong. Please don't take my call as I'm saying you're wrong or you're right. I just want to show you how some people are not consistent logically. You want to go by nature. You want to go by what's natural. I respect that you're being very logical uh, by going by nature and logic. Is it not normal? Is it not normal for the history of mankind? whether it's the ancient days, your grandparents' days, your parents' days, or even today, for most men to be sexually attracted to a woman who's under 18, not a child, a woman. You say they're not a woman. You have nowhere in science that will back that up. You have nowhere in religion that will back that up. You're just going by man-made laws, which, by the way, as you pointed out, in America, the average age of consent is between 16 to 18. So by your own logic, you're not going by anything natural. You're just coming up with a random opinion based on laws. Well, <laughs> yeah, the law of common sense. Okay, wait a minute. Okay. You know what? Let, let's let's go back. Let's go back for a moment. Let, let's take this sure, just sure. a tad bit back. All right. So, when you say when you say a man, what age are you talking about? Especially when when you're talking about a sixteen, seventeen year old girl. Okay, that's a good question. Before I answer, I just want to make sure I understand your opinion on this. Are you saying that no, everyone no, under eighteen? I just want to make sure I understand. Are you saying everyone under 18 looks like a child and acts like a child, and then when they turn 18, they magically become an adult? You really believe that's logic then? No, I'm not saying that. I haven't said that. You said they're not a woman. They're a child. Okay. To me, that's what they are. Okay. And when do when do these children become adults now, when they turn 18? No. By law, they oh, do. Okay. Uh, by law, they do, yes. No, but, but I'm no, asking I, you by nature. I'm asking you nature and logic, not laws. Laws said black people were slaves. It doesn't mean it's the right law, right? Okay, let's go on her because I got other callers here. So let's go on and hurry this up. Okay, here's the point, Bobby, and, and we've gone through this before. We we we've gone round and round with this before. All right, the same question that you called in and asked again, and my my um my thought process hasn't changed. Um. I guess I guess if you're looking at a, a certain age group, maybe it's okay. All right, um, I've known well, some older gentlemen. Uh, I've nah, 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 nah. I've known some older gentlemen to look at um, some teenagers and say, "Man, they weren't built like that when I was in school." I mean, but does that say uh-huh. he want to go to sleep, go to bed with them? He want to have sex with them? That depends okay. on that individual. So, but I can only speak okay. for me. And how I feel okay. and what I think. That's all I okay. Th- okay. When it comes to that. That's all I can speak about. Okay, I, I, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. It's just you said you're going to other calls, so I assume my time is limited. How, how much time do I have left? Ten seconds? Uh, one minute? How much time do I have left? You have one minute. 
Okay. I, by the way, I'm, I'm kind of surprised you want to move on. I would think when someone's debating you and giving you a good call, that'd be very good. Are you sure you well, want to move on to someone else? Well, yes, because I have something else I'm talking about today. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. 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 So. If it's one minute, if it's one minute, that's fine. I'll give it one minute. Okay. So here's my argument too. You said I've called about this before, and you're not changing your opinion. That's fine. You don't have to change it. I just don't understand. In other words, if I said, Mr. Talk, I want to agree with you. I don't even know what your logic is. All you tell me is you acknowledge that scientifically, nowhere in science does it say everyone under 18 is a child. You acknowledge no. I assume you acknowledge nowhere in religion it says that. And you're just going by the law, and you know not every law is a justified law, and you just acknowledge that most men or some men have an attraction to women. If a girl looks good to her, he's going to be attracted to her. So you, you acknowledge all these points, and then you throw all that, all that out the window, and you say, yeah, in my opinion, everyone's a child under 18, and, and then you give no logic behind it other than that's the law. What is your logic? Lot, I still don't know why lot, you disagree with them. The lot is. Okay, and then we're going to move on to these other two calls I got waiting here. Uh, the lot is I'm old enough to where, no, a little girl does not um, entertain me. Now, maybe if you're talking, wait a minute, hold up, stop. Because, see, you always call in here with this same stuff. So let me ask you a question. How old are you? Yeah, I'm 26. Okay, so now, 26, you may view them as obtainable, okay, or, uh, you know, to where you can go after them. Which you know, if, okay. you, if, it, was my daughter, if it was my daughter, I'd probably beat you down. But well, what how, I'm how saying old do you is, think I'm allowed to go after? What what, what age do you think is okay? See, you're 26 years old, so you shouldn't be going after anything lower than 21. In my my, so, in my so you're telling me that's, that's if, I, if I fell in love with a 20 year old and we fell in love and we got married, you think I should be put in jail when we're happy together? <laughs> All right, all right, all right. So you're trying to suck me back, suck me back into this conversation. Um, if no, she's I, still, too, I still don't know your logic. You're just telling me I'm wrong. wrong. You don't tell if me she, why. Listen, listen, Bobby, listen. Okay, listen. I'm you you're gonna up, hang up on me. That's why I'm interrupting. I'm not gonna hang up on you. You grew up in the world you grew up in. I grew up in the world I grew up. Okay, at my age, a okay. mature man as I am, no, anything. Um, no, no, it, that that doesn't appease me. That doesn't appeal to me at all. Okay, so so the way whatever you like, the rest my, of the world has to like. Basically, basically, that is my mor those my morals and my values. Okay. No, no, and I, I respect I, that. No, Mister Talk, I respect I can that. Speak for the rest of the world, Bobby. You're 26. Your view is totally different from what I from what I because no, of my Mr. age. Talk, I respect that. No, I respect that. You're giving me now. You're giving me a very reasonable answer. You're saying, hey, Bobby, that's not my opinion. I don't think I want to go for someone that young. That I respect, Mr. Talk, but then you take it a step further. You seem to think, and please tell me if I'm wrong. I'm open-minded to what you have to tell me then. Do you think if someone disagrees with you and says, I love the girl, I, I want to be with her, she's a little younger than 21, and we're happy, do you think that man should be put in jail because he doesn't have your opinion? I don't know. It doesn't matter. If it's not my opinion, it doesn't matter. That depends on her parents. Okay, so you don't think he, uh, so then maybe I was wrong. Do you think men should be put in jail for being with a woman if they had permission to be with a woman? If they're underage, yes. <laughs> okay, and why is that? Because uh, to me, up until 21 years old, they're not, they can't make sound decisions. How do you base, what do you base that on? Uh, my life, my life, my life. 
Okay. Okay. So then how do you, okay, that's fine. Then how do you explain the many people under 21? This is not even just under 18. You're going under 21. How do you explain the many people under 21 have fought in wars, have jobs, have families, raised kids, and were productive members in society? You want to ignore all that and just say, hey, Bobby, in my experience, they were not mature, so everyone else is immature. That's logic to you? Well, you know, Bobby, being a, a veteran myself of 21 years, uh, 21 years in the military, well, Thank when, you you say fought wars, when you say fought wars, yeah, they grew up real fast, especially when they worked for me, okay? Mm-hmm. That's different That's different than going out there and just seeing one of these little high school girls getting off the bus or what have you, and you stopping at 26 yelling at her, knowing she just got off a dang on bus. Now, well, that, you know, that, 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 what about no, the happy no, no, people? No, no. no, there is no – the happy people – that that makes me question your morals and uh, and what you are about. Okay, so no one under twenty one ever got married and is happy. Everyone is unhappy. No, I'm, not saying that. I'm not saying that. Okay. Um, that's well, not what, what I'm saying. Okay. What I'm, I'm saying. If, what I'm saying. That's not something I look favorable on. Okay. No, no, now, but you said the guy should be put in jail. Up, man. I, didn't give you, I didn't give you more minutes. I didn't give you more minutes than I wanted to. So let me bring but, these but up. You said the guy should be put in jail. Hey, hey, I tell you what. I tell you what, Bobby. I tell you what. I have an email. Okay, I have an email. Send me an email, and that's we can. From, that's from me. I already sent it to you. I sent. I sent okay. it to you when I was on hold. All right. So as long as you send that to me, we I get back with you on this. Okay. So I, I've emailed on. you many no. times, man. You never write me back, man. Well, I don't know what you. <laughs> you must be putting some crazy stuff in there because I emailed everybody back. All well, right. All right. Well, Mr. Talk, before you go, Mr. Talk, I gotta say I'm very open to what you have to tell me. I want you to know you're not getting a caller who just says, "Mr. Talk, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong." I'm open to what you have to say. I still don't know what your side is, other than Bobby. That's my experience. That's my opinion, and that's it. You're not really giving me any logic other than your opinion that everyone is immature and the guy should be in jail then. I still don't know your logic about it. Okay. All right. Okay. You you want to tell that's me? Fine. No, I'm going to my next callers. Thank you, Bobby. All right. All right. All right. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Now, let me welcome Ed and Mr. Michigan to the show. All right. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. What's going on? Ah, we are? Yeah, you're on. Man, I've just been looking at this stuff for a very long time. In fact, if you really want to be for real, I could even go as far as I wrote an article about what I foresaw with regard to a lot of this way back in the early 80s. Early 80s, uh-huh. a lot of things I was seeing. But I'm, I'm just gonna, let, me, let me just put out a couple of facts out here if I can. It's okay. You know, how many of us realize that right now in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, there is a ball of plastic as big as Texas that is floating around in the North Pacific. And most of us don't realize what that what the effect of that is. <laughs> plastic is an artificial form of estrogen. It, that ball of plastic is degrading in our oceans, polluting waters across the entire world. <laughs> okay? How many of us are aware of this uh, substance called atrazine is being used as a pesticide in a lot of uh, and a lot of uh, a lot of our fruits and vegetables that they know actually can change and we get this point now they've seen it actually change say in the case of frogs uh, a male frog to a female this is some scary stuff 
I remember way back in the uh, when microwaves first came out, and I was noticing that a lot of children's formulas, soy-based, uh-huh. soy is another plant-based estrogen. Uh-huh. Parents were taking soy-based formula, which is a plant-based estrogen, female hormone, heating it up in microwaves in plastic bottles and not realizing what the effect of it was going to be down the line. I know when I was a little kid, you know what I mean, you use a, use a glass bottle and you heat it up maybe in a little water on the stove, but this quick heating process is doing something to disrupt, let's just say, even the very basic DNA patterns of our children is disrupting their, the, the way their whole, the, the whole endocrine system even produces sex hormones. And we're starting this business from the time these children get here, that to me is very scary. Okay, I'm looking at something else. Look at the stats. They say that men born after around 1978 today, men born after 1968 now have 30% less less testosterone than they had in previous times. Man has been playing around with nature for a very long time, having no respect for the cause and effect. A lot of uh-huh. he does, and he's just putting band-aids on it, not trying to fix it. People who are greedy are just trying to put band-aids on, and then making laws to make accommodation for the end effect of what they do. Something mm. just wrong about this. Okay, you know, I remember way back, like I said, amongst other things, I remember looking at something else. I started to notice about food supply. Uh, the level of, of steroid they're putting in the meats for instance. Uh, for a lot of us knew exactly what that's about and how fast that stuff grows once, say, a cancer develops, how fast it begins to grow cancers in people. I mean, what's going on here? The people who are supposed to be in, uh, watching out for, you know, our food supply, are they not concerned at all about the health of people, health of society as a whole? I look at all these steroids they're putting in the uh, in food. People say, well, they're not growing. People say, well, they're looking different when they're young. Very young girls are looking quite different than they did, uh, say, I don't know, 30, 40 years ago, I guess. I looked at it way back then and told folks, say, hey, look, all these steroids you're putting in the food, are the children going to be able to handle the energies that come as a result of all these uh, hormones pumped up in their systems when they reach mm-hmm. puberty? I mean, it's, it's very dangerous. I see it. I saw it as a threat to the family itself, as a core. But you know, we're looking back at hindsight now. I mean, I, I wish I could go back. In fact, I think if I go back and look really hard, I can look on some old hard drives and find those old articles. But uh, how is it that we're walking around here and folks don't really see what all is going on? Okay, the very day, for instance, the Supreme Court, the very day mm-hmm. the Supreme Court sanctioned LGBT rights. Look at all the facets of government that were there at the same time. Very same day they sanctioned LGBT right, rights, Obama comes and sits in the pulpit. Of, <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? The Methodist, what is, Methodist AME Church, yeah. known yeah. for its civil rights stances. And in the audience, at the same time, you have folks from both the House and the Senate you hear what I'm saying? In attendance, in attendance about it all. And mm-hmm. don't we realize what they're doing? There's a scripture in the Bible, uh, in uh, Revelation 17. And it, to, to understand it is a couple of combinations of concepts that need to be understood. 
And I just simply say first what the scripture says. It says the beast shall hate the harlot. Most people don't understand what that means. When the scripture talks about the beast, it's talking about systems of this earth that uh, excuse me, basically will not reason together as one with the creator, not function after the anointed being that man was created to be. And most of us don't even realize what that means. Man was created an anointed being to function in harmony with the entire construct after which the Most High set all creation in order. So if we don't have peace, we don't have order, because something we don't understand, something we're ignoring, something we just don't, let's just say carnal mind, just don't want to deal with. So what I look at when I see all this, I say, wait a minute, hold on now. Uh, you put all these things together and you realize something going on. When it says the harlot or the beast shall hate the harlot, it's talking about government. What has mm-hmm. been the stasis of government impugning, as the scripture says in Second Thessalonians, intruding into the affairs, if you will, of the church, causing men to love, uh, let's just say, lack of love for the truth? How about even natural order? What about the idea of causing people, the scripture says, prefer unrighteousness, less than what is necessary, that we attain to a pure, perfect state of conscience that will resolve all differences and contentions? Okay. Mm. The scripture says the beast shall hate the harlot. It's talking about government even seeking to all the more than has already been corrupted. The harlot is talked about openly. If you really want to talk about it, the scripture talks about the harlot being a corrupt church. Get my point a corrupt church body that has been the result of the machinations of state. It says right. the scripture talks about clothed in scarlet and purple, purple and scarlet. Purple is, is royalty. Scarlet mm-hmm. is sold out for the money. Church, the, the church is not, today is not really a pristine body. It's the king's whore. Okay. I, I look around and I look at all these institutions of man and every single commandment the creator ever made. They're breaking every single one of them. And one of the last things left is this LGBT stuff. In other words, they want nothing to be retained after divine conscience. And one of the things that I I think most of us really don't understand, if you believe the scriptures at all, one of the things that ancient man always understood was this. There's coming a cosmic trash day, and they call it the restitution of all things. And what it means is that everything that won't seek conformity to the plan the creator had from the beginning is going to find its destruction. Well, guess what? That's why people don't realize that the grace of the creator is that he reveals that order that all this misrepresentation seeks to deny and hide. But we live in a society that doesn't realize that man was created to be a a steward in the midst of this creation. The most time made it. He's the maker. Why would we want to be shaping after any order other than his? And what is going on with human conscience that people are so <laughs> satisfied with all these masses of contentions we see in society and calling it a right to not seek what is ultimately for the that, greater good of soul? That that is um that is the the, the <laughs> that's a good point. That is a very good point. You know what? And, and you know, now that you mentioned um, the plastic and, and things of that nature, you're right. That is that's been going on for a while as well. You know, and so <laughs> I guess the question is, so now what? You know, um, 
you know, it, I guess even though there 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 is a consciousness that is uh, uh, coming about now, um, uh, I still think there's room for more. And if we go ahead and sit back and and, uh, and allow that's the word I'm gonna use right now, allow this to continue, then yeah, we deserve what we get. You know, <laughs> that's basically what it is. We deserve what we get. You know, you, I, I've, I've said it on a couple of other shows. I, I've said it on a couple of other shows, and I'm going to say it here. You know, it's time that we stand up and say enough of this nonsense. It, it, it really is. Enough of this nonsense. And I don't mean to cut yeah, you, you short. Me man. Almost don't. Hey, man, yeah. I appreciate what I got to say. But let's be full about this. 18-year-olds are not as mature as they were, say, four decades ago. Right. <laughs> and, uh, I'm not Look, if Bobby wants to come back Friday when it's when it's um, open mic, he can, you know, and then he can talk. Oh, to man, did you lose him? Did you lose yeah, him? He's gone. Yeah, he's gone. Oh right now. man. Yeah, but it's okay. Yeah, he he should, come back. Yeah. I invite him back. But today wasn't the day for yeah, that conversation. I had, a, I had a well, I had a question for him. I thought he probably would have uh, put an end to his his calling in, asking you the same question. <laughs> but I, you know he shouldn't have had him. But no, basically what he what he was doing, man, is he's he's making an argument for moving the consent age. Uh, now, the, and really he's not making a bad argument. But the question you should have asked was, what age would he recommend? So, what you would get from that is his morality within that answer, because he mm-hmm. makes a good argument about. You know whether a girl is seventeen or eighteen, but 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 what you don't hear is what does he believe the age should be and why? You never asked him. Well, um, <laughs> honestly, I mean that's that's, that's really that was honestly, that was a, that's the million dollar question. What what honestly, what does he believe and why? Yeah. Um, well, I already have a good feeling, but I really didn't care today. I'll be honest with you because oh. that's not what we're talking about. Okay, okay. Like, I, like I say, if he can call in Friday when it's open mic, and then we can have the conversation, and then, you know we all can have that conversation. But that is not what we're talking about today. And uh, it is, but okay. it isn't. If you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I did have a, a comment on the the issue. Uh, I think the uh, brother's name was what's his name Jacob, the younger Jabbar. brother. Jabbar. Jabbar. Oh, Jabbar. Jabbar. Yeah. And I agree with the brother who was just speaking. Uh, not necessarily with the with the Christian perspective, but I think it, it, you know his it, the brother that was just speaking does his 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 thought was universal, so he, he I think he's right on point. But now uh-huh. what, what you, you you know what the million dollar question is with the in my opinion with the homosexuality is what you is know it? what a person would say like the brother said he says well I'm just being me right right or, that's just who I am, but right. you know. Here's the one question that they cannot reconcile. If, in fact, a part of you is the biology, the body that you're in, unless you're Uh saying you're just a spirit and the body is not yours, you're not responsible for the body, and it's nothing but a piece of dirt. But if you're saying, when you say, I am, if you're, Including your biology Here's what you can't reconcile Homosexuality And natural biology Does not go together That's right 
you can't. So that's why they have a hard time making it saying that it's natural and you will correct you. If you look at the natural biology, you cannot say homosexuality is natural from a biological perspective. You can't do it. Nope, not at all. In fact, that and was that's a, why uh, you have a lot of homosexuals ultimately trying to change the biology. <laughs> that's what they yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I haven't heard a good argument yet. You know, um, I think last week I read on a show where the psychiatrist said the same thing. There's no such thing. You know, your you boy perpetrates. Your boy perpetrating as a girl, and your girl perpetrating as a boy. It's just that simple. You know, there's no such thing as transgender, yeah, homosexual. You know, I mean, that's what a psychiatrist who studied this for over forty years. <laughs> you know, like, I, a, like, 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 like I say, man, is that if the individual is separating himself from the biological shell that he or she is in, when they say, "I am just like this." If they're separating themselves from the biological shell that they're in, okay, then you're going to say, I'm just a spirit, uh, free roaming, and, uh, you know, I could be in a tree today, I could be in a human tomorrow, I could be in a cow in two weeks, right? But right, right. Once you, once you introduce the biology and you accept that the I am that you're saying is a part of the biological shell, the argument, they lose. They lose every time. Can I make a comment? Yeah, yeah. you go ahead, Jabbar. That, that's that's a great point you're making, brother. Um, but let me throw this in. Suppose we have polluted. I mean, suppose society has polluted the environment so bad that what causes the homosexuality and everything else. Right. Is bio is the biological, which the biology, is yeah. yeah, which could for some be so difficult to overcome because That's it would be point. almost. I've never been addicted to anything that I'm aware of, but it would be kind of like an addiction. And, and if you don't recognize that it is your biology which is causing you to look at another man sexually. I mean, how, how how can that be overcome with uh, laws? I mean, if, if if this is something that we created, then we have to now deal with the creation. And we, we, we just can't kick them out and say, well, you can't do this when we are part of the, the cause, or we could be part of the cause, if you accept my premise. Well, uh, well I, I, let me say I would agree with you, but I think, that to me, then that would change the dynamic of the argument. Now we would be able to call it a sickness and not natural, meaning because we have done what we've done on the earth and kind of shifted the the bio, biological patterns, then we have to take responsibility for that. But that still wouldn't make it natural. That would mean it's a sickness that was caused by us based off us doing certain things to the body. That makes sense. I okay. agree with that. Right. Okay, but, you see what I'm let me, but let me add this. It, it, now, this to question. me, to me, it wouldn't make it natural, but it would make it normal in the sense that normal, it right, has continuously harmed not all men, but you know, men has continuously done things to harm the society, and I think that's right. normal. I don't think it's natural, but it's just normal. That's just we we mess up. 
But wouldn't but but okay, if if that's the case then wouldn't we have to go back to the same uh, the, the 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 idea that is this is it is a part of a bigger plan then? You know, not, oh, yeah. I mean if we created it, if we created this Okay, by chemicals in the water, um, plastic in the ocean, you know, um, uh, minerals and things in in milk and, you know, so forth and so on. Then wouldn't we have to say that this is something that is part of a bigger picture type scenario than just um, the the outing of the LGBTQRST um, community? Well, let me say this, bro. I think. I think where where the brother's point really takes hold to the society is that okay once then it is perceived to be normal. See, but you still have to answer that question whether or not it's natural. If uh-huh. you if you if you screw with the biology and then say without studying what you've done to the biology and say it's natural, you still got the same problem. But let's well, say. See, but isn't that the but argument what, right there? Is it, but isn't that the argument? Most of them say, well, um, uh, uh, I knew from the age of four, five years old that I was a girl. I'm just okay. trapped in a man's uh, body. Right, right. So, but what, so what has happened is if, if you're going to say it's, well, okay. So if a person believes that it's natural who's, who's into it and they control uh, media, of course, if they believe it's natural, then what they would push across the media to the general public would be that natural state that they believe they're in. Which is so which that, is that's how yeah, which is what's happening now, right? But see, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. You have to answer this question about what it is that makes that natural, and I'm saying if the brother's saying. Because we have done things to the earth that have changed the hormones, well, then we need to diagnose it as a problem that we've caused as human. We need to diagnose it as a problem. You cannot okay. make it natural. It's not natural. Okay. Okay. You, uh, you know it. what? I see your point, Michigan. But here's a question I'm going to raise uh, um, from that, that um, argument right there. If that is the case, uh, why, isn't, why isn't all of us, uh, why aren't all of us like that? You know, some kind of way, well, we're all some kind of way attracted to the same sex. Now, why is it just a certain uh, group of people that you know seem to have this so-called illness? Well, that that's an argument that you would have to make with the brother who just spoke, because I would agree with you. See, you say, well, it's because well, I, we've tainted the earth. The brother made that argument, not me. I was just saying, uh-huh. if you're going to make that argument that we've tainted the earth. Thus, now it's natural for them to be homosexual. You you can't do that. Can't uh-huh. do well, I I I think if I think if you look at it this way, birth defects. I mean, why don't all people come out perfect and complete? Because there's some something has happened somewhere down the line that causes the genetics to not form in such a way that we would where we would call it normal and natural. So you're going to have defects in everything, in everything. And you, 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 you know, you, you, you know what, bro? I, I'm going to say this. I believe this. I believe it's more of a people being acculturated into believing homosexuality is 
natural due to the culture of making it normal versus things that we put in the bodies. It's not it's not the biology at this point. It's the culture that's moving in that direction. Thus, it's you're, you're being able to impress young people's mind that, hey, maybe this is normal. And then they're choosing to go into that lifestyle. Yeah. I, I, I mean, from my perspective, I, I mean, be, just because, you know, I like women, and, and I don't care how much of that I see from other people, my makeup is not going to allow me to accept that as a normal way for me in but a natural way. Man. That's just not the way. Now, you're a grown man, brother. We're talking about a four-year-old boy or girl that is being introduced to that type of lifestyle at four years old. That's different. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I think you got a point there. I think you got a point. That's totally different, brother. Yeah, yeah. But but we we, would, okay, this, I don't know if y'all heard about it, but this African Bambada thing that's gone on, those guys who are coming out, even when they were young. They were at an age, maybe not four years old, no, but, I mean, they were at an age where they were purportedly have been taken advantage of doing something that was against their nature and how it affected them. I mean, they were at a young age, so how many of them, you know, came out and said, you know, yeah, it happened to me, but my, my makeup didn't, even though it happened to me, that's not who I am and that's not what I wanted. So some people are going to be influenced. Some young people are going to right. be influenced by it, and then right. others will not, and, and it'll affect them, you know, in a, in a harmful way if they're taken advantage of by an adult. Okay, so let me ask you this, bro. Do you believe that the rise in homosexuality is coming from the culture or what we're doing to the human body? I think it's I think it's something that we're doing with the human body and that it's, it's always been there, but it's more of it now because there's more environmental pollution that, okay. that's going on. And people feel uh, comfortable coming out. I mean, it's starting to multiply like a weed. It's starting to multiply. You know what? You know what? I think, I, I think that, that that may have been the original uh, tactic or, or thing going on, but I think it's um, also more of Smashing your face right now, you know. Uh, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's the culture. I believe it's the culture. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It's, it's the culture. It's the culture. You know, yeah. you see it. Like I said, you see it on television. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Games, yeah. even the little games they do. You know, um, they talk about making um, Bird and Ernie gay now. You know, I mean, so when 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 does it stop being smashed in these kids' face? I was watching a little yeah. football show, um, Friday Night Tights. And this little girl was playing football, and I noticed they kept calling her by a boy's name. You know, so you know, I'm sitting there, my eyes looking crazy, like, huh? And then come to find out later on in the show, that the mother says, well, ever since four, she said she was a boy, she wanted to be a boy, so we just started calling her um, Barbie or whatever, and now she's playing football, and she's happy. And you know, I'm sitting here thinking, really? Really, it, it, that's what parenting has come to now. If your child walk up to you and say, well, I feel like being a girl, and you're a boy, you say, okay, let's start putting you in dresses and things. 
how do you come back that kind of stuff? Yeah, you that's, know, that's, that's terrible. Into yeah, that's, it. that's terrible. Man. Yeah, yeah, that's terrible. You know, so that 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 that, that um, usually what that leads me to think back to the old argument that I often makes is not something that's natural. It's not something that's biological. You know, it, it's a choice. It's not even physical. It's right, a choice. Right, right, right. You know, whether, you know, your parents say, okay, you can do that, or you wait till you turn 13, 14 years old and do it on your own, it's still a choice. Yeah. You know. Well, and, I, I, would say, I would say the only way, to me, the only way that they're going to win with the natural argument is they're going to have to go the route that the brother's saying is that they're going to have to almost say they're coming out like that biologically. And to me, that's dangerous as well. So I, I can't get down with the argument that it's more biological than it is culture. I can't get down with that. No. Man. I don't know. I, I can't. I buy mean, that. No, I can't. Buy that. If, if, okay. If you buy, if it come out biological, if you come out a girl, you're a girl, right? Right. I can't. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I can't get with that. Like I said, I'm going to let, Hey, if that's what you want to do. Fine. <laughs> you know, I ain't, you know, I ain't going to wreck my brain about it. Really. Wow. No, we no, we just say hey, this is just discussion, bro. That's all. Yeah. Well, we yeah. well, I mean, but you know, you know, but, you know everybody you, got a price to pay for that type of lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's so, true. I mean, hey, you know. But you know, you you have to look at it, especially when you 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 um, narrow it down to the black community, though. You know, even though it has been in our community for eons, like I say, the choir director, the organist, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, whoever in your family. But um, I think it's to the point now to where it's really doing a whole lot more damage now um, than it did back then because you still had uh, uh, the nuclear family. You still had men, you know, in the family. And they're like, man, stay away from that. You know, that's not what you want to do. But now let's be honest. We have more women raising our young men, okay? And a lot of if you notice, and see, here's something I've noticed. I don't know about y'all, but if you notice a lot of the, the, the teenage young men walking around now, a lot of them are acting more feminine than when we grew up. Now, I'm basically talking me in Michigan, uh, Jabaka. I know you're a little younger than we are. But, you know, and, and you, you look and you're like, really? <laughs> you know, it, it, you question, is he sweet or what? You know, that's what we used to say. Is he sweet or what? You know, so, and you take it and you put all that together. And then you you take a, another piece of clay and you stick that on top of it with the the ads and the television and you know uh, the, the society today. Then you take and add the, um, the, the 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 nature part with the the chemicals and things like that, and just and you you start you know molding. And next thing you know, you have what you have today. Just an outbreak of. of Confused individuals, cause I, you know, like I say, the Q, the Q, queer and questioning. Really, that's curious to me. <laughs> you know, but that is that is a part of that organization because you, as in Michigan, know, being a former politician, the more people you get in your your little clique, the better off, the more power you think you may have. Correct, Michigan? 
I don't know where Michigan went, but uh, okay. Um, let me put this out here real fast. We have 11 minutes left in the um, live show. We will be going in overtime a little bit. So if you aren't on the phone lines, please do, 347-838-8622. And if you want to add a little something to the conversation, come on. We got time. We're not running anywhere. All right? So let me bring Stanley into the conversation. All right. Stanley, what's going on, man? I have to go. Yo, what's up with you, man? So with you, I I agree a hundred percent what you're saying, man. hundred percent. But but I'm not surprised. Look, we live in a society basically that saying men are not important. So if men are not important, and we're not basically giving example that manhood is important, that masculinity is important, that femininity, that being a woman is important, you get what you get. You get the society that you get. <laughs> Why are you shocked, Mister Talk? You know what, I'm not going to say I'm shocked. You know, maybe at one point I was shocked, but I'm not shocked now. Yeah, well, I'm not shocked I, now. When, look, look, I think all the examples that we're telling, exactly. Uh-huh. When we're seeing men, you can't be men, women can't be women, and women have to be men, and this and that, and men are acting like women, what do you get? You get a society that. <laughs> Father's not important, and and the women can do it on their own. They don't need a man, and so so when when you're looking at those men and you're saying, what happened to those boys becoming men? Are you shocked that they don't have their acting the way that I'm not? You don't have no structure. You don't have anything. Go to those young men and say, what's the point? What's the difference? Society is telling us we're not important. Hmm, that's a good point, Stanley. Great point. And society is telling you that more important. They gotta find a way to basically find a way that to be acknowledged, so they'll rather be a woman. So that brings the transgender, that brings the homosexuality, that brings all the stuff that you're talking about. Mm. Until we fundamentally say enough is enough, like you said. Until we fundamentally say to women and men, you are a man, you are not a woman, and we say to women, women, you are a woman. Stop acting like a man. And men, stop acting like a woman. There is a difference. Until we stop saying to our society, no, we're not the same. And we make it clear we're not the same. That doesn't mean that you're better if you're a man. It doesn't mean that you're better if you're a woman. Until we don't put that standard of saying, this is how it is, period. No debate, no nothing, we're going to get what we get. You, you know what, Stanley? You, you make you're making a whole lot of sense. You mean I'm, I'm with you on that. But here's here's the question I see. Um, uh, um, that's gonna say um, if we do that, if we go ahead and stand up finally and say, okay, enough of this. This is the way it's gonna be. Will we be violating somebody constitutional right? Well, do you prefer violating uh, uh, somebody's constitutional rights, or would you believe violating the human being rights? Because <laughs> well, if you continue like well, that, I'm say, we, we, I won't got, have, yeah, we won't have any constitution. We won't have any humanity anymore. Well, now, let's, now, I'm going to say to Stanley's point, you know, it, uh, you know, it sounds good, but, but if, if the society as a whole, or not even as a whole, but those who are in the positions of authority in the society, for the most part, a culture moves in the direction of whoever is in control of the institution within a society. That's just that's the way a culture is built. 
Actually, mm-hmm. so if you got all if you got all the men on the fringes of the society, and you have homosexuals and lesbians as your judges, your police, your doctors, your lawyers, your business owners, your media agencies, your advertisement agencies, guess what? You're getting ready to have a homosexual society, period. Yeah, but if you have all the men telling them to stand up, if you have all the men, us men, going to younger men and telling them, no, 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 you're a man, and telling them the greatness of men, if we have all the men of young people like us going to younger people and making believe you are important, and if we have women telling women you are important as a woman, don't get it twisted. You do not need to be a, a, woman, a man to have a position of greatness. You don't have to be telling them about dignity, telling them about stories about stuff about women, about what makes a great woman, what makes a great man. Over time, it will change. But if you don't do nothing and say too bad, society is going to be like, we're going to lose society. We're never going to have this idea. And in 20, and in and four generations, three generations, there won't be any women and men. There won't be any bathroom well, well, women. There'll be just one bathroom, and it'll be back to bathroom. But, Stan, <laughs> but Stanley, that, that, that is the thing. Isn't, isn't that where we're headed right now? To where yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly where we're going to be. There won't be any like Exactly. Yeah, there won't be any difference. Everybody will be like saying, oh, you're a man or woman. They won't be putting any man and woman in, in application. They won't be putting men and women in anything, and they'll be that human being. Hey, so, I'm going to tell you something, man. There, there's no way that the homosexual agenda can be picked up by the, the, the president of the United States so hard as one of two things. One, either he's a homosexual, or there's more homosexuals in these positions of power than we know. Of course. It's one or two, man. Because you're yeah, talking about sure. a small group of people of that's course. controlling right now the energy of the entire country. But, but you know, because as as man, at the agenda. Because, like, it's one of one of two, man. It's one of two. Either he's a I homosexual or, 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 or there's more homosexuals that's forcing them into this position than we know it. And How or, about or, 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 or uh, to add what you say, there stand. is not enough stand. men. Go ahead. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, Stanley. How about all of the above, Michigan? Have you ever okay. thought about that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm talk, I would add one more thing. What, what, I mean, there's not Deanna, enough how, what, what, how much easier would it be if the, all of the above right. was the answer? All of the above, that's right, yeah. All of the above. Yeah. You know, I mean, let's look at it. It's, it's flowing like water. Right, and we've yeah. often yeah. said here on the show. We often said here on the show. Well, if you take a look at it, he's done more for the LGBT in his own community. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah. who wants to who wants to acknowledge that? No, because he's supposedly the first black president, and we should be proud and support him. Really? Yep. So. That's where we are. Go ahead, Stanley. I didn't mean to interrupt you, man. Go ahead. I agree. And, and, the, and the thing I would add, I agree both of them. And the thing I would add, if there's more men that are not standing up. There's no more women that are not standing up. If you have a society that knows right and wrong, being neutral and not saying anything, that means the same thing that accepting what it is in society. If you do not stand up, it could be your small community, it could be your family, it could be anything. It's not small. If everybody would stand up, man and woman, it would change over time. But if nobody talks about it, nobody stands up, nobody says, and if we believe, like, oh, it's going to be that way, then don't be surprised the consequences. Period. Well, and that's what they, that's that's the, the where they want it at eventually to where no one is really talking about it anymore. It's it's part of norm. It's not norm. It's normal now. It's our society. You know, we're used it, to it. it. 
As I said yeah. before, you know, they're our neighbors, our friends, boyfriends and girlfriends. We're accepting it. We're letting it come into our homes now. I can't see it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I, I just can't see it. Yeah. <laughs> well, How dare you? How dare you, Mr. Clark, try to, to say those things? How dare you? Now if you even talk about it, you're, you're, you're called all the – you're a homophobe. You're, you're sexist. You're this. You're, you just but, think I see, do not agree what, with that statement. You are yeah. called society the worst of the worst. Well, oh well, you know, and, and once again, that that that's part of the the the, the major the the big scheme thing I was telling you, telling everybody about before you came on, Stanley, is that you know it, it's to turn the victims into the 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 victimless and and the the, the, the so called homophobes into the haters and the, you know the ones that's disliked and so forth and so on, and the more. The more, the more it, 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 it turns itself around like that, the, the, the more, you know, it, it, they become the majority. But hold on. I got another caller wants to get in. Let me get them in before the, um, we go into overtime here real fast. All right. Area code 901. Welcome to the show. What I have here? Mr. Talk. What's up, man? Um, this, is, this is Joe Negmoon. Hey, Joe hey, Negmoon. You got some noise behind you. No, hey, not Joe. me. Yeah, it's somebody else. I'm sitting in a quiet room. What's up, Stanley? I haven't heard you in okay. a long time. Yeah, yeah. what's up? It's been a long time yeah. to hear about you. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I want to yeah, hear what just, you have to say. Yeah, let me just put something on the table real quick, you know, <clears throat> as we talk yeah. about this. You know, let me uh-huh. play devil's advocate for a second, all right? When you when you uh, listen on BTR and on social media in general, you hear uh, uh, quite a few black people talk about what good is voting, you know, I'm not voting. You know, it doesn't change anything. The, the system is rigged, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you, I'm sure you've heard some of this before. Yeah, I've even yes. said it. All right. Yeah. Now, now, hold that. Put a pin in that because we're going to circle back to that. Okay. The LGBT community doesn't say mm-hmm. any of that. In fact, they say just the opposite. They are extremely efficiently organized and extremely well-funded. They're getting their agenda put forth. Now, black people are hopping mad. You tell me what the difference is. <laughs> the difference is they have people in the right places. And it has but again, to do how with do they get there? No, 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 Joe, 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 Joe. We got to be honest. I agree with Joe. Go ahead. No, hold on, Stanley. Hold on, Stanley. I know because you believe Congress still belongs to the people. So, of course, you're going to listen to Joe. But, see, Joe, this has... Here's the thing. This has been worked in over time. This is not something sure. that just pops in. And, and you know, and, and as far as the voting goes for it, I know it sounds good, but it has nothing to do with that. As you sure said, does. as you placed as you placed said in the chat room earlier, it's all about the dollar, man. You got to follow the money, and the money ain't, ain't got nothing to do with the voting right now, or, or even Absolutely back then. Absolutely, it does. And I'm going to tell you no. why. Yeah, I'm going to tell think, you why. I, I yeah. think they were strategically placed even from the beginning even back you know past 77 with Ginsburg and the crew you know to to get to this point now to where they could push their their way through it's good to say voting that sounds good but I, I'm not in agreement with that but go ahead yeah I'm going to tell you why you know uh, right after civil rights became mainstream and a lot of legislation got passed they took that as a blueprint for their community, and they ran with it, and they've been committed committed to it since then. They haven't given up, and through a series of court cases and legislation on a local level, they've pushed it to a national level. 
So absolutely, voting has everything to do with it. Okay. They see, vote see. as a block. They put their candidates mm-hmm. in office. They support laws that support them. Absolutely. And the money is backing them, and they're using their money efficiently to change laws. So, I mean, you can't just look and say, well, you know, oh, wow, you know, this just suddenly appeared. It may have suddenly appeared to you or to other people, and I'm not, like, you know, accusing you of anything. I'm just saying, if you look at the cases, the, the court cases and the local laws leading up to now, you're going to see a concerted fight that's been going on a long time. Well, let, let me let me uh, let me let me do a counter argument for Joe. Sure. So I would ask you this: this Michigan, and I, and I believe there's some truth to what you're saying. But even if you use that scenario, I think you're still if you if you just wanted to go with uh, using black folk, you're still talking about a a, a, a no win game because if it's about the numbers, we make up the minority. If it's about the money, we have the less of it. So. I think you have to put politics into that perspective when you say, when you're talking about black folk and saying, okay, let's run headlong into the political game by voting, and this is what's going to get us to the next level. I believe it's, it's not that's not what's going to happen. So yeah, I who's mean, this Nas? is this Nas? Yeah, no, this Michigan. This no, 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 this Michigan. So, okay, yeah, Michigan. So you you know so yeah 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 so you got if it, if it, if it truly is about money, then of course we how do we win that game? All right, here's the deal, though. I want, I want to be clear here about this, you know. It, it's not just about money. It's efficiently using okay. your money so that your political weight far outweighs your population because that's essentially okay. what they've done. They've created right. a scenario where their political weight far outweighs their actual numbers and population, all right? Okay. Do, do I, you agree or disagree that. on that? Yes. No, I agree with that. No, I agree right. with that. So, yeah. so, yeah. so my, my, my suggestion is this. Since they they use the civil rights strategy, you know, effectively. I mean, they're still using it. You know, why don't we take a page from their book and have our political weight far outweigh our population? I mean, they're showing you it works. They're clearly showing something? you it works. Yeah. Can I say something? Yeah. Go ahead. Um, as as far as them using their political power and money to get whatever it is that they're trying to get, we're threatening to file suit for the right to do what they're doing. If we, quote, unquote, as black people, use that same tactic, what are we going to sue for? I mean, right. so you, I mean, if you're not suing somebody, then you're just having another march, having another rally, All right. blowing my, off my, steam. Yeah, my response to you is you need to understand what the civil rights movement in the 60s was and was not. Most people say it was about marches. It was not. There were a series of court cases that were happening at the same time as the marches that pushed the agenda forward, and it's those court cases that actually turned into laws, not the What marches. agenda are you talking about? I mean, as far as black people, quote-unquote black people. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, what, 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 what are you talking about? What, what I'm talking about is this, all right, you know, and, and I'll try and make it clear for you if you're not understanding what I'm saying, all right? If you have a problem with their with their so-called agenda, you know, then you need to get your people together and formulate your party, get your party together and put the political weight in place to counter that. You're not going to get it by bitching and moaning. You're not going to get so, there by, by complaining. You have to apply political weight, which changes the course of this country. That's what changes things. Well, I, I disagree with you. What changes it is bringing suit against somebody. 
you you can do whatever you want politically, but if the Constitution protects your right to certain things, and you know you violate someone's uh, civil or human rights because of your political stance on something, you need to be sued, and that's what they did. We, as quote unquote black people marching and stuff, what would we soon? We would, from my understanding, we were doing nothing more than marching and riding and, and begging for rights. You don't That's beg for you, you sue. That's not true. You know, okay. again, there are a number of civil rights court cases that led up to legislation. If you go back, you can see all of this. You didn't think there was only one civil rights movement, did you, in the 60s? No, there were more than one. All right? Well, it should but have again, been about civil rights, it should have been about human rights to begin with. Civil right. rights, but, that, that's just a, 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 a diversion from your human rights. Regardless, right. regardless of what you're talking about, the process to make it happen involved not only marches and voting, but court cases. Remember, we have three branches of government. You have to we attack have all three. Branches you of government. You can't just attack one. You can't just yeah. attack one. So well, the well, LGBT let me, let me say, community think, well, has, has been extremely hmm. effective at using all three. We have yeah. Let me say this. I think I think we would agree then that the the political power uh, could play a role in whatever agenda we're trying to push. Absolutely. I think what the disagreement is is to what extent the, the African people being it right being in politics at this particular time to what extent will it help change our situation? I think I would we would probably disagree at that level. Uh, Joe, what about maybe, maybe to what extent it would do, you know, to what extent it would help us. Right. That's all. Well, the genie's yeah. out the bottle now. And, it's hard to put it yeah. back in. Yeah. And and, and the, the, yeah. to add to it, you know, when you talk about political power and suing and all that, you still have to have certain individuals in place to help you move forward with all these um, suits and things like that. You know, as, as we have all said, this is not something that just happened overnight. This has been, right, been right, right, right. for a long time, and now it's just coming. It's coming to the forefront for those that really hadn't been paying attention to it. And yes, right. they, do, they do have a lot of power now, and that, and I think that is what um, is a lot of the issue right now is how they getting all this done. Let's be honest. Yeah, you know, yeah. uh, most of black Amer- black America will say, "Wait a minute." We got a black president up there. How in the heck is all of this getting done for them? Okay, when he's supposed to be looking out for us. How is that happening? And and then we go back. But yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know the bad part about that? The FBI even threatened Martin Luther King with um, coming out with a rumor that um, him and Martin was having an affair. Right. Yes, you are correct. You know that, that says right. That says right there. You know, hey, it is what it he is. Was a, he was a masterful architect, and he took yeah. the, the same architecture they used for the civil rights movement and went right over to the LGBT at the time, the gay movement, and and said, "Hey, look, I got the blueprint in here. It works." You know, so yeah. so you know, my attitude now is we need to take that blueprint back and say, "Wait a minute." All right, you guys already proved that it works. Now we need to do this for our people. Yeah, see, that's, 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 hey, 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 Joe, Joe, that's why I think we don't disagree. It's almost, <laughs> you know, it's almost like saying, you know, you know, at, at some point, man, you know, 
you know, as it relates to blacks, now now we're moving into the black conversation. Right. You know, man, when a, when a man keeps kicking your sandcastle over, I mean, you're going to have to do one or two things. One, you're going to have to get in a position to whoop his ass, one, or you're going to have to go to another beach. I mean, we, we can we can play this three-card Marley game all we want. You know, doubling back now to electoral politics is what's going to get us there. I mean, that argument, man, in 2016, it just ain't going to work, brother, because we've been there, done that. If it and doesn't I think work, it, it took, then why it is it took, working but it took, Wait a minute. But, it, but see, I don't, that's why I'm disagreeing with you. I don't think it's okay. just the political power. I believe that in order for them to push that agenda, they have to have homosexuals in place. I those agree. people in those positions are homosexuals, dude. But, again, they don't get in place unless you vote them in place. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to tell you. They don't just magically appear. You got to put them in office. No, well, I'm saying, I'm saying that if we're talking about we're talking about the entire culture, though. In other words, if you as a straight man would would be in Congress and you say, "Well, a group of homosexuals gave me a million bucks to pass a bill," as a straight man, I don't think you would do that, right? Okay. I think you would have to be a homosexual yourself, huh? No, no, they're gonna take the money. They're gonna take the money. no, I said you. What would you yeah, do? Me, me, yeah, me. If I was if I was a congressman, I got to serve the people that are in my district, regardless of what I want. You don't elect congressmen that, that put forth what they want. You elect congressmen that put forth what the people that elected them want. So that's well, really see, a new point. So if, so if you got yeah, the money to pass and put, to push a homosexual agenda, are you saying you would? No, I'm Hold saying on. that if my constituents were homosexual and that is what they wanted, it is my obligation as their congressman to put that forward. Hold on, hold on. Uh, See, because once uh, again, we're missing, we're missing another important part piece of this. Remember <laughs> that, well, for those of us that were old enough, remember back in the 80s, the 70s, 80s, and 90s when they had this big scandal in Congress about all this this pedophilia and all that going on up in there? That's remember all, going, all that? Yeah, But here's, I know, but here's my yeah. point. They were already there. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. They're already there. Now, yeah. you may, you know, they may not know it, you know, their friends may not know it or what have you until time for the vote to come down or whatever, and then they come and say, look, this is what we're going to do. All right? Yeah. And they're already, they're already there. And where, how were they voting in? They weren't voting in nationally. They was voting in through the local, right. <laughs> through the local um, election. You see what I'm saying? Again, but then again, there is a political weight. Yeah, but no, but exactly. But once again, it's okay. Let's act straight. Let's camouflage this until we get to where we need to be. And once we get there, we don't have to hide anymore because we did, we where we need to be when it starts to happen and when it starts to come in through. We are there now. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when you and, when you talk when you're talking about on the, when you're talking about on the national level, I don't think that there's any particular state. Uh, within the United States, where blacks could muster up enough power where you could control uh, any specific state. Uh, and uh, you'd be lucky, you'd be lucky if we can control some counties. So then you're back to the, you're back at star one. So no, I wouldn't the, disagree with that. Okay, so, so what you have <laughs> is you have a black agenda being pushed on a national level, but your national representatives don't represent black people, nor do they have any interest in representing blacks. So how do you get over that hurdle? Right. Well, first you have to have an agenda. 
Well, yeah, yeah, I, I got you. But assuming yeah, we have yeah. one, assuming we have a black right. agenda, how do you push a black agenda to a national uh, uh, group of elected officials who are not interested in a black agenda, nor do they represent blacks? Well, you, you have to win for breach of their contract. They not breach of their contract. You don't. You they can run to the they can run to the <laughs> same point you just used. You you are, you all are not the majority. <laughs> Y'all not the majority. The majority of my constituents is white. Well, so if, if they're doing agenda? something to violate your constitute your constitutionally protected rights or your human rights, you have a right to sue them because they're in place to secure your rights. So okay, that's okay. A, my opinion. That's how you 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 file suit against them for breach huh. of their contract. Hmm. Well, actually, actually, what you do, what you do is, you know, and, and this goes back to how Congress works, all right? Now, I don't know if you're familiar with, with how they structure bills, all right, how a bill gets put forth for voting, all right? What they'll do is if they have a bill for, let's say, let's say they have an economic development bill, all right? They want to put, you know, dump economic development dollars in, pick a state, let's say Michigan, since you're Mr. Michigan. Okay. Yeah, Congress says we're going to identify we're going to identify certain areas within Michigan, and we're going to put an economic stimulus in to promote growth in those areas because they're underserved. Your black congressman will make sure that there's a writer on that bill that says we're going to tag X number of dollars for the black community. That's how it gets pushed. No, it don't work like that. I see. I've been on the, I've been a elected official, and it doesn't work like that. Depending on what the makeup of the legislature is. If I'm talking federal. If you now. do, if federal. you do, well, okay, that's even even so. Mm-hmm. If in fact you do have one federal representative, it, a, a law is not just passed by that one individual. In other words, no. he's not calling those shots individually, just because he's a federal representative. That's not how it works. Um, I would disagree because Charlie Rangel did it for the enterprise zones in major urban areas. Well, but now if we, but if you go and if you go and walk. The funds of it, of the enterprise on down, which the community that I was a, uh, elected official in, we were also an enterprise zone. But okay. when you walk down the funding, ask me if the funding ever touched black folks' hands once it trickled down. So why is that? Because you didn't have people at the local level that was making sure the funds go to the right place. Again, no. again, no. it boils down no. to all federal funds. There, there's no federal pipeline from the federal government directly to a local municipality. Nowhere. I agree. I agree. Those funds trickle down federal representative process, then through the state representative process, then through the county representative process, and then to the local community. Okay. That's how that works. I understand. I know I know how it works. I'm familiar with the process. Okay. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. By by the time that bucket of chicken gets down to the local level, it's a wing left. It's one wing left. But again, this is where your voting matters because <laughs> you have to have a structured plan to put people in place at all levels, right? There's a number of communities that already do this effectively, yeah. but just on a really small scale, you know, on a really yeah. small scale. You see this a lot in like New York. You see it in uh, in uh, Atlanta in most of the major cities because they have enough people to represent a particular right, the community. Numbers, the numbers, right, right, right. the numbers. Yeah. They, can, they mm-hmm. can win the numbers game locally. Right. But, again, the LGBT community has political weight that far outweighs their numbers, far outweighs it. And they are attacking 
legislation and politicians and policies on a number of fronts, not just one. And this is how you get national attention. You know, you have to attack it from a number of fronts. We aren't doing that. I agree with that that now. Yeah, Yeah, we are doing that. And that's all I'm saying. You know, I'm looking at them and saying, damn, look at that. 3% of the population, and you get national love from the president? From the president? No, I see that's what I'm thinking. Hey, that's what I'm thinking, man. It's, it's more to it than just the money, and they let them. Them guys have to be homosexual themselves, brother. <laughs> so yeah. here's the question, man. I, 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 yeah, that's, if, they have to if, be homosexual themselves. Here's the question: If it is that easy, is that simple? I ain't gonna say easy. Yeah, if it's yeah, that, right. simple, why aren't we doing it? Right. There you go. It's not that simple. Yeah, it's not that simple though. I don't think it's that simple. You know, if you look at the uh, uh, Conyers in Michigan. He's He's been uh, presenting a bill at the federal level. Check this out. I think he's been doing it for about 30 years now. And the yeah. bill is just to study, not give reparations, yeah. to, to, study. To, to put together a commission to study to see yeah. if black folk deserve reparations. That shit ain't got nowhere in 30 years. Nope, it dies every time. I'm glad you brought that up because I think they're attacking it wrong. I think that they're going about it wrong. Something that came up on another show, you know, the infamous show that I tend to frequent, Mr. Talk, that you hear me on. You know, <laughs> you know, they, 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 you know, somebody threw out a comment. I don't know if they, if they understood the weight of their comment, but they said, you know, and I said, you know, that's a great idea. I think they need to reactivate the Freedmen's Bureau. Mm. Do you remember what, well, do you guys know, you know I'm sure the, Mr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. knows what the free, yeah. you know, I think they need to reactivate the Freedmen's Bureau because that was the one bureau of federal government that spoke for black people. Now, whether they were good at it or bad at it right now is not a part of the conversation. What is a part of the conversation is it was a federal office that targeted the advancement of black people right after slavery, during Reconstruction. And then they did away with it. I say we need it now. You know, rather that's, than reparations. that's an interesting point. Yeah, that's yeah. an interesting point. You know, and, and when you bring that up, I think about the Black Cong- Caucus that sits right there. Yeah. Where are they doing? <laughs> you know, yeah, what they, are they they're doing? powerless. Yeah, they're powerless. Yeah, they're powerless. They're powerless. Yeah, they're powerless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they're, 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 they're powerless, and they're powerless, but they're powerless for a number of reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, some, are, some, some that they've created themselves. Uh, by not being true activists for black folk. Right. Uh, and then some are just, you you know, you're not going to win the numbers game in this European uh, culture. You're just not going to win. You're mm-hmm. not going to win the political game when, you, when you're outnumbered. You're not going to win from that mm. perspective. I mean, we, either we're going to mm. come to those grips, man, or we're going to keep climbing mountains and then chewing them down, then it'll be another mountain, then we'll chew that one down. I mean, goddamn. I mean, excuse me, but uh, you know, how, how, how long are we going to do this, y'all? <laughs> How are we gonna do this? Yeah, I say, I say that's you know that's that 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 is the thing. You you say how long are we gonna do that? How long it takes, man? That's however long it takes. You know why why are okay. we putting why are we taking? No, I mean I mean I mean uh, Mr. Tong, how long are we gonna use the same tactics? That was my point. Oh, okay, okay, How long okay. are we gonna use the same tactics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's why okay. I say you know you go to the Justice Department. EEOC, you grab all the resources in those individual departments because, you know, under in the feds, 
they have individual departments that address diversity, that address, you know, uh, uh, inequities. That's you know, right. And yes, the, right. the, the, the problem is, though, none of those, those individual departments has enough power to really do anything. They're like mosquitoes, mm-hmm. you know, on, on, on a person. Yeah, they make a bump, Correct. but the bump Correct. goes away. Take all Correct. those individual little departments and put them under the Freedmen's Bureau. That gives you the, the, the political weight, number one. That gives you the judicial weight, weight. Because if you take EEOC and whatever components of the Justice Department all that and stick it under one, one umbrella, you know, one central umbrella, then they could focus on putting forth cases, you know, like, like, all right, like Tamir Rice. You know, the parents of Tamir Rice do not have the money for a sustained court case. They don't. That's why they settle. All right. Oh, Most yeah. black people do not have the money for sustained court cases, but the yeah. Fed does. The Fed right. keeps the court for years. Yes. Joe, let me ask right. you one question. Yes. Who who are we going to have to go to to make this happen? Um, <laughs> well, you're going to have to go to Congress. So we're back in the same Yes. No, not really, because instead of asking for reparations, ask, you ask for something else, and that becomes a stepping stone, too. But Joe, this is the this is what's going on. He has an answer, Reverend. He just say, "Well, let's do do a study." That's a, a study. He's not but asking. What he's asking for. He's study. asking for a study for reparations, and they're not going to yeah. do that. They're not going to do that. Uh, all right. You can ask so, all day. You can you can you can dress it up any way you want. As soon as that uh-huh. word reparations is in there, you're going to get a no. <laughs> hey, hey Joe. Hey Joe. Joe. Mm-hmm. And you think we're going to pull a fast one on white folk when we go the route of creating the uh, Freedman's Brill and go and ask them to put it together for us. You think we're gonna we're gonna trick them? Yeah, Obama. You think, you think they're not gonna know what we're trying? You think they gonna? You think they're not gonna know what we're trying to do? I don't care if they know or not. Like I said, Obama pulled the fast one and got in office. All right, he wasn't supposed to be there. Technically, he wasn't. So he came out of nowhere. But he he showed nah. you he showed you as a black man. That you could outsmart white folks at their own game. No, come on, Joe. Joe, no, I can't come put that on, one. No, no, Joe. Now, the man, point. You, you lost. You, know, you, lost point, little, the, you lost a few points with me with that one, man. Now you know <laughs> damn well that Barack Obama ain't out outsmarted no white folks. Hold, hold on, Mary. <laughs> hold on, man. hold on. Now the point yeah. is that he came out of nowhere. Should tell you more about what was really going on. Anything. Yeah, um, I don't know. I'd say like this, you know, again, nowhere and be, be elected yeah. president in the United States. Yeah. I'm sorry. If you, right. if, if you look at, right, if you look at the breakdown of the votes, both the popular and electoral vote, all right, yeah. he did pull a yeah. fast one. Look at who made up those electoral votes and those popular votes. Look at the percentages. White folks. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's so true. How, so how, so how did they pull a... How did he pull a fast one? They intentionally voted for him. Yes. You don't consider so how, how did he? So how did he pull a fast one? He got them to vote for him. He changed. <laughs> Obama changed. Not only not only did he change the makeup of voters, all right, he changed how people voted and how they bring people into the party. He increased the size of the Democratic Party. Yeah. All right, bro. He, he, he used those he used those magical words, hope and change. <laughs> whatever, whatever it was, whatever it was, he got white people who normally don't vote black to vote for a black man. I, if you don't consider yeah. that a, a fast one, if you don't consider that like man, those, those, are, those, those, are, those, are, those are those are those are guilty white folk and also white folk believing 
that they this will be a way for them to do right by black folk. That's why mm. white folk voted for him. That's okay. It's still, it's still. How do? So what, 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 but he didn't pull the fast That's not him. Ugly. That's not him. It may be ugly, but we got a W in that win column. Right, right, right. But that's not him pulling a fast one though. Look, I take offense to you saying we, because we ain't get nothing. <laughs> you know, we ain't get shit. That's right. You didn't ask for anything. You don't have an agenda. <laughs> uh, okay, that's true, too. That's true, too. And you argue with that. Mean, nobody, nobody expected a black man to be in office, so there was no agenda to give him. Well, but mm-hmm. here's what I'll say to that, Joe, and you're correct. Yeah. You are correct. But a man of his statue, if he right. had any black pride in him, he understands that we're not well organized. So right. the least he could have done was to try to help put together an infrastructure that could have organized it. Did he even do that? Uh, I believe he did. However, however, what did, what did he do? Which, 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 which move did he make that did that? Which move? Which move? Well, number one, the small donation. See, Bernie took a page out of his book, all right? With the terms no, I, said, when did, I said, when did Obama, when did Obama, knowing that we were a disorganized group, which he knows, right. when did he help from the position that he was in, help to put together a infrastructure, anything that he could do from the federal level to help us put together an infrastructure? When did he well, do it? I'm telling you how he, what he did, all right? If you analyze his machine that actually put in the groundwork to get him elected, he left in place an efficient, highly effective machine for getting people in office. He wrote the, blue, he wrote the blueprint. Bernie took his blueprint. Okay, took his you, still blueprint. Have, you still haven't answered my question, though. Yeah, yeah I am answering your question. Now, it's up is, to you that, to take that blueprint and use it on a local level. But he showed you that, yes, you can win with small donations because prior to him, that wasn't possible or wasn't thought possible. The, the number of black folk being elected to local offices has done nothing but increase. So uh, he didn't write a new playbook on how blacks should organize to be elected at the local level. That's nothing new. We've been doing that before he was president. Right. Correct. Yeah. What he did was write a new so playbook did he for how to get white people to vote for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. You, I mean, do you disagree on that? Yeah, I disagree, but that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. You know, he wrote he wrote new playbooks for how, as a black man, you get white people to vote for you. He was the first guy to break records with speeches, you know, in, in when he was running for office. This dude was attracting thousands and thousands of people to a black man. How many brothers do you know can attract 30,000, 40,000 people consistently? Well, you know, at the local level, though, you know, white folks are going to vote. Preacher, white white folks are going to, yeah, white, white, white mm-hmm. folks are going to vote their interest at the local level. Okay, you can run in there with some tap dance shoes and a, a a clown nose all you want. If 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 what you're pushing is of no interest to them and does not maintain the status quo at the local and state level, they ain't buying it. <laughs> but, but 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 again, again, you know. To me, to me, and again, maybe this is my opinion, and I may be alone on this, and I'm fine with being alone on it. But I like, I appreciate the strategy, right? I look at strategy, mm-hmm. you know. And, and there's a, there's an old quote, you know, that says, you know, uh, um, um, about Sun Tzu. I mean, most of you probably read Sun Tzu, right? Yeah. 
right? Yeah. And, and, you know, the quote goes like this, you know, rookie studies on Zoom, you know, professional study logistics. <laughs> I mean, that's the bottom mm-hmm. line, you know? And so, yeah. you know, the man put in place a, a, a logistical machine that Hillary is trying to take control of. And she's, she's actually appropriating a lot of his stuff. He's kind of leaving it there for her to do. I, I don't agree with that. You know, but I would suggest looking at the strategy of how he got there. Whether you agree with his politics or, or policies or what he's done or not, look at the strategy for how he got there because he got there. All right? And that's what's important, the strategy that he used to get there. You can you take that strategy and apply it any way you want. You know, but the point is it is a successful one. It's not a theory. It's not, it's not a failed strategy. Uh, Jesse Jackson had a failed fail campaign. You can learn from his failure, but he had a failed campaign. I'm not going to use his strategy. Obama had a winning campaign, so I'm going to use his. Again, you have to disassociate yourself from your like and dislike and look at how they did it, and that's what's important. Same thing with the LGBT community. Disassociate yourself from whether you agree with it or not. Look at how they did it. Look at what they did and say, man, I can use this. I can use this. Now, you don't have to be gay or straight. Just look at the strategy for what it is, pure strategy. You can use it. Anybody can use it. I say let's use it. All right. Yeah. All I, right. I, I, yeah. Well, hold, Mr. hold on, Mr. Hold on. Yeah. All right. We're we going to stop right there with Joe's. Uh, yeah. Man, he put it any better than that. <laughs> well, don't run too fast. I want to get your last words here real fast. Um, but uh, it's 30 minutes after the hour, man. Y'all know how we do it here. It's time for last words. Oh, man. No, okay. It's time for last words, so I want to get everybody in here real fast. So we're going to start with Joe Neckbone. Let him get his last words in. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, I just want to say, hey, it's been great chopping it up with you guys. Nice talking to you, Mr. Talk. I got to run myself, but it's been a pleasure. I'll try and call again at a future date, man. All right. Thank you, and uh, thank you for stopping by, man. It's been a pleasure, for real. Uh, (laughs) I really enjoyed it. Cool. All right, Michigan, you up. Yes, sir. Yeah, good show, bro. I just uh, we could yeah we could finish up that that conversation at a later date. I think there's a there's a few things missing in the in the Joe's theory, but I, although I think for the most part he's correct. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I believe really at this point of just making the conversation about black folk, the best example now I believe that what we should use is basically look at other foreign groups now in, here in America, and for the most part. Uh, they don't even associate with electoral politics to the degree that we do. It's it's more about economics, and I think if we if we if we put that at the forefront, I think we'll get more done. I think we we probably should use politics to maintain what you build. That's what politics is for. Electoral politics is for the purpose of maintaining uh, a community once you build it. And I think until we can prove again that we can do that at the local level. I think we're gonna be we're gonna be in this uh what you what's that little thing the hamster hamster wheel. <laughs> just we'll spin it. <laughs> yeah, just spin it. <laughs> Hi, bro. I thought it was All right. Thanks, man. All right. All right. Yep. 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 Peace. All right. All right, Jabbar, you up? Uh, great show, Mister uh, Talk. Um, thanks for having me on, and uh, yeah, I just look forward to your next show, my man. All right. Well, thank you. And as always, you're welcome. <laughs> right. I'll probably see you Wednesday night anyway. All right. So, man, what a good show. Uh, I, I can't ask for anything better. You know, uh, man, great points. You know, everybody made some good points. And, of course, there were those out there that were a little, little kind of far-reaching. You know what I mean? But 
the bottom line is, you know, what do you what do you accept as true? You know, we're you know we're not trying to change your mind or anything anything like that. That's not what we're trying to do. But what we are trying to do is give you just a little bit of details. You know, just a little bit to make you uh, to make you think. That's all. Just just get that 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 light bulb going a little bit. You know what I mean? If you think about the LGBT, you know, there's many people out there that say the Constitution guarantees the rights of, you know, everybody to include them. That's great. That's fine. But as we have found out here, it takes a little bit more than just what that Constitution says, because we all know that Constitution isn't uh, everything that is meant to be. We know this, right? Well, I hope you do anyway. Um, You know, you know, when you think about it, you, you think of all the excuses. Some say the Supreme Court was the reason this got started. No, that's not it. Um, you know, you got black leaders going around who was once very outspoken against the alternative lifestyle of homosexuality. Now they're walking around saying, yes, let's accept them. We need them. But wait a minute. We needed them a long time ago, but you weren't worried about it then, but now you want them, right? Huh. Interesting. You know, the bottom line is this. <laughs> you know, and you can look at it one way or another. You know, the, the, if you take a look at the big picture, it's like a, a checkerboard. Now, I'm going to use this, this example here. It's like a checkerboard. You know, you got the black pieces and the red pieces and everybody moves across the board. And your, 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 your primary goal is to get to the end where you be king, crown. You're a king. Then as a king, you get special movements around the board. So you just wipe out the other person's thing. And then once you do that, you're in control. That's all this is about. Control. Control. Who's going to control what? Well, we see who's controlling things now. Well, black folk, we need to stop and we need to get some control. I guess through the conversation, we've learned that there's ways we can do it. But the question still comes out how, when, where, and for how long? You know, there was a question asked about um, how do I feel? Look, I look at it like this. Whether you remember the LGBTQ, you know, you're a person. Yes, you are. You're a person walking around. You may be a confused person. I don't condone your lifestyle, but I understand you're a person. That you are. You know, you, that's something you can't take away. They are people. But I think if you if you really think about it, they're just pawns, or just a, a piece on a checkerboard that's being used um, to move around for a bigger uh, picture. So they can get to that 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 end piece of the board to where they can whoever's in charge can be crying and say, "Yeah, we're in charge now for sure." Interesting, to say the least. All right, that's gonna do it for me, man. I, I do appreciate y'all once again. Um, stop by the show's web page. We we got some good video on there you can check out that kind of covers what we've been talking about today. Um, that's www.ericletstalk.com. You know, and I'll be updating it probably tomorrow as well as far as the next show and what we'll be talking about on next show. Um, 
I want to thank everybody for stopping by. Joe Neckbone, uh, big ups, my brother. I'm glad you stopped by. It, it's a good one. Um, East Coast, you know you my man. Um, Jabbar, thank you as always, young man. Guest 1155, um, 1441 who's by, Suzette, um, everybody who stopped by. I, I, I forget all the people, but I want to say thank y'all because I, I'm, I must admit, without you, I wouldn't have a show, okay? I would not have an outlet and... As I've said often, I learn as much from you as I hopefully you learn from me. You know, it's not about Grant, um, you agreeing with me or me agreeing with you. It's about putting out options and uh, alternatives so we can grow together. We can grow together. Isn't that what it should always be about? The saying. All right, so uh, we'll be back Friday at 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern. Um, we're gonna be talking. We we gonna go ahead and and, and tackle this this um, topic that Bobby calls in here every two months about you know um, the legal age of consent. I think we need to go ahead and knock that out because <laughs> at my age I should not be looking at no 16, 17 year old girl talking. About, mm, I won't take that home. Um, but that's just me. So we, we're going to get deep into that as well. Um, just remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with an open heart, but make sure you forgive yourself first. And the biggest and the best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. If you can laugh at yourself, man, everything else is nothing but gravy. All right? So just remember, y'all have a good time. Enjoy your week. I'm going to take you out of here with some Barry White, man, my first, my last, my everything. I'll see all y'all Friday. Y'all have a great week. I'm out of here.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.